0: The most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That once again is be the number seven dev.com. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of App Masters com the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app business. Let me say it slower for you. Related to helping you grow your app business, including those downloads, and more importantly, those revenues. And today we're going to talk about the infrastructure that you need before you start considering any type of scale. And it's going to give you the details that you need to make sure what is the most best-performing Channel. It's not always based on cost per acquisition. It could be more like ROI based channels and give you everything you need to make sure you scale properly. And joining me today, he is the partnership lead at Singular. Go check him out. It is the mobile attribution. They are a mobile attribution partner, but singular.net. Niels, Niels, I actually didn't even get you not make sure I got your last name right. Benin, Beanin? Oh, he's frozen. Is it my end? <laughs> Let me know in the comments. Is it me or is it Nils? What's going on here? <laughs> frozen. Yeah. There you are. <laughs> Neils, can you hear me? Okay. <laughs> He's frozen. Okay, you're frozen. All right. That's good. Niels, you there? All right. Well, let me okay <laughs> here is singular.net and we're going to go through a lot what is the best performing roi channels i'm going to break that down where to start with you? ua campaigns and then how to deal with some of the economic downturns that are happening today so it is singular.net and then let's see if neils catches up your connection is great angelina okay good thank you angelina <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> uh, is you good? All right. While we wait for Niels, just for those who aren't familiar with MMPs, it's mobile measurement. Allow you to do is all the marketing. Ch- and TikTok, Apple Search Ads, you know, Google Ads—they'll give you the down funnel metrics. So these platforms should give you the cost per acquisition that you're getting per campaign. But what's happening after the install? Are they subscribing? What are they doing within the app? And that's where a partner like Singular—that's what you need to make sure your marketing campaigns are ROI, ROI positive. All right, Niels, do I have you? Niels been in... Joined. There you go. Let's hide you here. Let's show you here.
1: Right. Uh, so, Steve, can you? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it happens, my
0: friend. It's first time this has happened. But welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad to be here. Like I think this is like a German uh, Wi-Fi connection that I'm dealing with here. Like there's a there's a notorious problem with with broadband in in Germany. You wouldn't you wouldn't imagine that. Yeah. From like a country in Europe, but there might be a stream though. So there are sorts of.
0: <laughs> oh, it's all good. Well, let's see. I think maybe if the audio is okay, that'll be good enough. But let's start with this. Like before we even start thinking about scale, what
1: are some things that we should be aware of? Yeah. I think like if your uh, app is your business, um, of course, at some point you're going to try and, and scale your user base. If you think, hey, you're going to be successful, your initial testing has like you know given you very good results, and of course, like you're going to be in an arena, you're going to be competing with like so many other businesses that want to promote their app that are after the same users within your same vertical, right? So there's tons of things that are already there um, that you need to consider. Now, I think there's a couple of ways that you can go around that, like you can probably, you know, get advice from consultants. You can watch shows like this one here, you can work with with agencies to to really gather like that, 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 that expertise, you know, who to work with. And um, I mean, of course, like your first stops are always gonna be like the larger tech platforms that give you the, the audiences that allow you to target based on keywords, for example, you can actually use specific cities, like all that other kind of jazz, like there's like so much available. And then you end up with like partners like like Google with Meta, uh, um, um, Apple Search Ads as well. Um, so yeah, but you know we work. Um, uh, I work for an M and P uh, for Singular, and 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 we have something we call an ROI index. Um, and um, what the ROI index basically tells you is say um, what channels that we work with, and that we gather data on are actually driving the, the, the best outcomes. And um, that allows you to kind of skip working with some of the more, say, road partners that could be um, active in the industry. Now, me myself, i have like in this industry for like 15 years. And um, when I started out, I was working with traditional media agencies where you're booking campaigns and you could see like, hey, like, where are my ads running? Where are my creators running? Um, who am I targeting, et cetera, et cetera. But what you had with the, the rise of mobile is that you had a lot of actors coming that were not transparent where your ads were running, that were not transparent with the channels we were running at. Um, and that um, was, you know, proven for some businesses to be like a big, big pitfall. And that is something that you need to be aware of. It's so like, you know, first of all, work with known players, do your research kind like, of artwork that they can bring. And then third, hey, like how do these people make their money? Like how transparent can they be? Um, yeah. I like it. You want to show
0: anything of this, this index at all? You want to walk through this a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think this is like the, the index that, that we uh, produce as a company for 2022. Now, like within yeah. our space, there's like multiple indexes that, that in essence like go down into the same, like sort of like methodology. Um, we work with like, you know, a lot of like large companies, like our customers include Apple, Airbnb, um, LinkedIn, but also gaming companies like EA, Warner Bros. It's like a large plethora of companies like across vertical that we work with. And what that allows us to do is look into hey, where are our customers spending their marketing budgets? Um, where is the best ROI coming from? Because we, of course, we track installs and we track the, the ROAS of those and ROI of like those campaigns as well. Like, you know, people that, for example, have done an in-app purchase, for example, people that have booked a room, um, anything that calculates like the ROI for a specific vertical right? And what you then see here is like those companies, that are pretty much like the cream of the crop when it comes to not only, you know, are they delivering value for money, are they driving ROI, but can they also drive those like critical volumes of installs they need to be working with? And, I think, you know, I've been in this space working with a lot of UA managers for a very long time, but of course, like, you know, if you, if you don't have any experience with UA, if you don't know like what kind of partners are out there, this is probably where, you know, you want to start like doing your research a little bit, um, as opposed to like people that work in the industry, they kind of already know this, right? Like, you know, it's actually, you know, a profession for a UA manager to know like of these partners, the tips and tricks and how to be successful with them but that's you know again that you can probably do a webinar on on on, on each single of these, these these platforms
0: oh we will we will <laughs> hey you know like we were just at app promotion summit and a lot of the talk was i you know there's a lot of agency owners that i'm in touch with and they were Kind of sharing thoughts yeah. about like a lot of people are moving from away from Facebook and Meta and Instagram to TikTok. So, are there, you know, the interesting slide here that I would love to go into like what changed here from like top rankings, top most? And then, you know, you can see like Apple went from 11 down here to number five, number three up here. What is this
1: slide sharing? Yeah, so I think the the first question, eh, what happened in the last like, two years, is something that um, that is affecting the way that you can do your campaigns on iOS. Um, so um, Apple have introduced new rules when it comes to how you can target and how you can measure um, campaigns you are running on iOS. It's called Network or D-argon, um, if that's what you prefer. Um, basically, what it says is like, hey, like you can no longer like target users based on their IDFA, so it's like your unique like device. Um, identifier, unless you get like specified consent from that specific user, but like in roughly seventy five percent of the cases, like and that depends on on geo, um, you, you you don't get that. Um, now, what Apple in that way have done, they've got in essence done two things: they've really taken away uh, the kind of like you know golden grail that that, that you know platform like Meta has. Um, and, but at the same time, has, has launched its own advertising platform, Apple Search Ads. Um, what we're seeing right now, I mean, in two thousand and twenty-three, probably even more so, with like new placements are going to come. That is that is only going to be increasing, right? So, Apple as a as a business um, is simply expanding its own advertising arm um, as well. And yeah, that 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 does go to the de- to the detriment uh, of some of those like larger players that were really dominating that space. Uh, before those uh changes were made i like it so this is the top the very
0: best ad networks don't just run that they dominate here's the current cream of the crop for advertisers so Uh, yeah here this is absolutely the top roi the top 20 and then here is by individual companies i'm trying to figure out like what's the difference between this slide and this slide neil's
1: I think there is like there is like one that the, the most top five rankings within like I think specific verticals, um, and okay. there is one on volume. Like I can't I might, these letters are a bit small for me right now to read. Uh, oh, but apologize. um I mean, people can people can download this uh, this this ROI yeah. index for free, um, right and then yeah. they can see like you know how how we come to these uh, how, to, how we come to these findings. I think what is very interesting you know, is like I said. Um, we take the approach of this index not so much and trying to really rank them absolutely in terms of like who's really the best. Um, but yeah. then, you know, like, who are the partners that we should definitely consider and then, like, who have the most mentions? And then we rank them, like, alphabetically in specific verticals as well. Like, say, for example, you have a gaming app. Who are them the partners you should be working with, right? Because there's, like, you know, going to be changes uh, there as well. Yeah, really
0: interesting stuff. I mean, TikTok seems to be all the rage these days with and that's what I heard from the conference as well a lot of people shifting
1: yeah yeah definitely like you know platform that we've seen like you know shifting uh, advertising dollars to Um, I think definitely like something worth considering there it's like TikTok does have like a younger like audience right it's like you're not going to find that many people of my age on on TikTok I'm like you know the kind of Facebook I would say Facebook Instagram generation (laughs) Um, but yeah but if you have a product if you have an app that that really appeals to say the kind of like you know 20 folks or like 25 maybe up to 30 a very very good place to really start increasing more campaigns if you want to tap into like you know more like teenage user base for example like you know let's teens for example probably very good to 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 just to focus there yeah i like it
0: i mean i started going into TikTok, and you see a lot. And I, I would say it's not just teenagers these days, because we have a few clients who are using TikTok pretty well, actually, and not seeing good results on Facebook, but seeing really good results on TikTok. And the target market is not teenagers, so I think TikTok is a very interesting channel. And you can see, like you guys said oh, right here, here,
1: yeah, it's not that Talk. back white. And, and I think in, there's agencies that I'm working with as well that are special specialize in TikTok ads uh, that can probably like help you to like achieve like those aims like if you have like say say a 35 plus female audience right like you you can find that of course you can be successful there
0: yeah i like it hey Niels, i want to get into now that we know some of the top performing ua channels roi positive channels i want to talk to you about the no bull shiznit guy to mobile attribution. But I do want to say hi to a few people that did show up live for us. Not just watching the recording. Luke, what's happening? Yeah, good to see you. Ziga, so Amari, I think I said your name right. We're going to take a look at his app as well. Ram, Angelina's here. And then, uh yeah. And then Ricardo's here as well. Cool. All right. So Niels, we know. Maybe TikTok, Apple search ads, Google ads, you know, look at that singular ROI platform. Now it's going to be different for all types of apps. But when you talk about like just getting started with mobile attribution,
1: what does that mean and how easy is it to get started? Yeah, I think like the first hurdle, like, you know, you was already taken then. It's like, if you say, Hey, like I have an app. I want to start like running on, on multiple platforms. I've got like a budget I say, I've got a couple of hundred thousand dollars and I want to scale my business. Um, then it goes into like the kind of more like geeky part, right? The kind of data part as well. Um, and I shared a slide with you on this. See so if maybe you can like bring that up. Um, yeah. and on that slide, like what you will see is hey, if you're a performance marketeer, like if you're a UA manager, um, or even if you're an agency, right? Hey, like what are the kind of challenges that that then then what 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 you're facing, right? And from left to right, I can go over them um and give you some context here. Is about campaign setup, right? Like, if you want to run on platforms, you're going to have to be generating uh, tracking URLs, and within those URLs, you have to have parameters that then actually um, give you the insights, like you know, track exactly what you need um, uh, for you to do your performance optimizations. And um, here already, it can be a bit tricky because the naming conventions on the different platforms they 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 can be different, uh, right? Like, if you run say more than like three partners, that can get quite messy. Um, already like easily. Um, then there's the standardization of the data and there's the reporting that you get. Because the reporting that you might get from like a TikTok ads is going to be completely different than the reporting you might get from an Instagram that you're going to get from from a Google. So like you know how are you going to like you know overcome that? So that is the first thing is on the campaign setup. Then the the second part and, and the third so it's something called like upper funnel marketing data and lower funnel marketing data. So the, the upper funnel marketing data is your is your analytics, right? So like, how do I pull an overview of like everywhere where I've been spending my, my budgets? Like I say, I spent like 20 grand on TikTok. I spent like 40 on, 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 on Google, 50 on meta and five different countries. I've been running 20 different creators. How, how do I get at it? How do I make sense of that? And how do I match that as well? How do I match that spend with those specific creators and how do I override that? Um, here I can give you like a prime example, like on you know, one platform, if you say I want to run in a country which is called France, but that can be called a region, or it can go um, a geo on a third different platform, how do you pull that into your report? If you if you do an Excel, right, you know, like you have to overwrite that. So that that is like one of the things that you have to then um, think about. Um, if you do that manually, you're probably gonna have a headache like, at the end of every day. But you know, you can probably do it if you if you run one two partners in one or two countries, but. Um you know the people that 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 I work with I look at an organization like Airbnb you know they they're they're quite international. there are many, many countries uh they probably refresh their sets of trades all the time and you, you you get the gist. The more that you scale the more partners that you work with, the more professional that your organization get, the more that this is going to become a um, a headache. now lower funnel attribution data is saying like, hey, like I run across these different partners. Who has been generating those installs? And then from those installs, say, for example, if I'm after like a hotel booking, I'm after like a beauty parlor booking, I'm after uh, someone that pays a subscription um, of an entertainment app, for example, Where where is that really coming from, right? So then putting it all in, I understand it from like a platform level, but how does it then work like on the creative level? Like, you know, maybe you paid someone to make like a bunch of ads, what is the ROI of that specific ad then? You also want to be able to, to link that bag. Or say, you know, your manager comes and say, How are my campaigns performing in France compared to Germany? You know, the, the internet is shit in Germany, but like <laughs> that that aside. Um th- those are questions that you want to be able to answer like relatively quickly without putting too much work in it. Um, especially if you know it's your business to pump money through as fast as possible and like you then know, stay. Um ROI ROI positive. Then I might skip like one or two things of that. There's also the question of say, for example, you have an app, but also you have like a, a website. Um, how does that flow work if you first draw people to the website that then go into an app? How do you then check if that specific user has installed the application? And like what is what is the source then of where that user comes from through the web, right? So there's many, many questions there. That is from a say, set-up point of view and like, where, you, where you want to start, if you are serious about scaling up, that's, that is kind of where the, the fun uh, starts, right? Um, fourth is fraud. Um, so I when I started working in mobile, this is about like 10 years ago, it was a wild, wild west, as in like, no one knew how platforms were working, no one knew like, where placements were running. This was at a time where MMPs actually didn't exist. So what you had is a big rise of partners that kind of took advantage of that. And in a world where, you know, a lot of intransparency ruled and you don't really know where your placement are, you know, your sources, a lot of like frauded methodologies were already then kind of like schemed up. Now, the industry really cleaned up in the last, like, say, three, four years. So a lot of those like, kind of rogue actors are not there anymore. Um but unfortunately, especially if you go start working with like, say, partners that might not feature on our index, but are still like, you know, relatively serious partners, you can get instances um, of, of, of click fraud, for example, right? And then it goes into, hey, like, you know, how can you recognize that specific type of fraud? Like, what are the indicators that I can see? Um, and then what, what are you going to do about it, right? You know, are you going to claim your money back? Do you want to block that, that trap, right? you just want monitor it like there's like so many questions that, that come up there um, I think what, what you need to do though is like have a one a method of working that protects you against fraud how you handle it when it happens because ultimately like if you have too much of a new domain of course it's going to drag down your ROI you know you might have like you know fake users um, it, the data is going to be a bit fogged right that you have so there's there's a lot of like implications that you're going to have uh, that, that you don't want then um, fifth, and this is data access. Um, you know, a lot of, like, the larger organizations, um, if you manage to scale your app successfully, they work with, for example, campaign management tools. They work with their own BI systems. How do you pull data that you get, your upper funnel, lower funnel marketing data, into those BI systems? Um, that is something that we provide through marketing ETL um, as a company. But again, there, it's like that can be a very time-intense um, uh, endeavor. Um, something to, to think about, it. and then the last part, and there's actually, I think, the fun part here, right? Uh, is optimization. So, like, if you're a UA manager and you work with a variety of channels, you run some video, you run some search ads, maybe there's some inferences as well. You just want to see, hey, like, what is the ROI that's coming from, 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 my, from my tactics? Maybe it's a creative tactic, maybe it's on, on the country level, maybe it's, it's a channel tactic, like who knows, uh, but what is driving those? Um, um, uh, installs was driving like the, the ROI. Um, but if you have a good overview of that upper and lower funnel marketing data, this is where you know it becomes a bit easier, and then you can actually focus on growing your business, you can focus on testing new channels, you can focus on testing new countries, for example. Um, but yeah, this is you know, this is what you need to think about, um, um all the way at the start.
0: Hey, the. You know, I work with some pretty big companies that don't have any attribution whatsoever. Niels, and you'd be shocked. I'm sure you're not shocked. You're like, what? You're this big and you don't have any attribution? How easy is it? So I'm I'm thinking of the, the developer that's in the audience right now being like, okay, I'm ready to scale. We're getting some revenues. I've been running some search ads so I can see the install data. I'm testing out TikTok ads. I'm talking to the developer that's probably spending anywhere from three to $5,000 a month. How easy is it? I'm talking to the founder, right? May not have development knowledge. How easy is it to integrate everything within Singular and then make sure it's talking to Apple properly?
1: Yeah, I mean, like it, it does demand an SDA integration if you want to do uh, attribution. Uh, we have a company. It's like a, it's a program that's really tailored towards like you know these kind of companies. Like I would say, they have to spend a little bit more uh, than than the five thousand bucks. But like if you look at a company that spends say between two hundred three hundred thousand dollars a year um, on their performance marketing, um, we can provide them with those tools. So yeah, there's an SDK integration. Um, but then in terms of say like putting the upper funnel marketing data, this is something that we do with data connectors. So that's simply like them clicking um in the dashboard, hey, I want to run on on, on search as, for example. And then we can we can set it up, automatically generate those tracking URLs. Um, fraud uh, prevention is then in, in included um, um in, in in the package. It's I mean of course I'm gonna say it's easy. <laughs> uh, but yeah it is there's an an easy straightforward SDK integration. Um and then the, the 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 dashboards themselves are very intuitive, right?
0: Is it so you said you should be spending would you throw a number like ten thousand dollars a month or
1: then, I I of, then like, to- probably like more like 15 15k a month like that is where like we can really start working. I think it's also like the question of you know if 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 your budget is say limited back to the five thousand that you just mentioned and you work only with one or two different platforms then you know the sophisticated solutions that we offer, are probably like going to be like a next step, like for when you when you expand. Um, I think what I just mentioned is if you it, say, for if you just started like you know getting out, you can probably still pull that data into your Excel or so like with a Firebase, for example. Um, but you know, once you go to the second stage, um, then then yeah, probably probably we can talk. Probably we can do something for uh, for those people. joined. I like it. Uh,
0: somebody else joined. That's weird. Okay. So one of the other questions that I wanted to get into was if I'm just the, if I'm just setting up and I'm a subscription-based app, is it just as easy as just being like, all right, this is the one event that I really want to track. How many people are starting to trial? How many people are ending up, you know, subscribing to my app? Is that the best, you know, the simplistic way of setting up attribution in the very beginning?
1: Like in in the old world, yeah, like where everything was like based on like your 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 device idea. Like you know, there's like different like you know events that you that you can track and then link it back to like Google the Google advertising idea, or like when you have consent on iOS to the the IDFA. Um, right now, on Apple like uh, through scan that is not possible. So like there's like you know a variety of conversion schemas uh, that you can choose from. Um, those schema different depending on the vertical, depending on like the the, uh, the the event that you want to track in the app um mm. and there's also like some flux in like what apple is is, is allowing to track like uh something that's called a post back when what you can like receive and um, in terms of the app um so long story short like that, yeah, like google uh, is it is actually pretty forward still even though like they're making like some changes as well the next like one or two years on apple is more complicated um, you do need to think about like what kind of conversion scheme that you want to use. Like, you know, you have to be pretty sure about what is your kind of golden grill. Like what is you giving your first indication um, in terms of what is going to be a good uh, successful user. And the second, thing you want to think about as well is that some of the data um, is being censored by Apple. And that is actually for privacy reasons as well, or at least like that is, you know, what, you know, how they describe it is like a privacy censorship. Does does go on there. Now, um, that's something that you can also work around uh, or work with um, even saying, hey, like if I know what 80 to 85 percent of my data suggests, like where these kind of subscriptions are coming from, right? I can model uh, the last 15%, especially if I have like, you know, large uh, chunks of data available to me. I can still, you know, look at, hey, if I were to model the missing data, how are my channels performing? What is my, say, for example, like the day seven ROAS uh, as well, or any like cohort, um, um That does demand any marketeer to do like a bit of additional reading, I would say. Um, yeah. On the flip side, though, it's like the data that is available through SKAD networks through Apple is actually more limited. Um, so <laughs> it's a bit, a bit of a bit of a weird situation where like in the regular world, you know, you got many more like data points available to you, you can do many more optimizations, and then like, you know, and like the kind of more complicated world that that Apple dofully created for us, um uh, that's not the case, but you would have to think a bit more about setup um and 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 people still struggle with that steve like we we did a webinar um a few months ago with like one of my largest clients We were really going into what what was your journey in the past year in your ios campaigns like what have you learned um and then we asked a question to like all of these kind of u a members out there, like what well, how many people are actually satisfied with their iOS campaign performances right now? And I think it was like only 10%. If it's nine percent, nine or nine or ten percent, which which shows you that like ninety percent gap that that people are, are struggling right now um, in, in making those campaigns work, it's 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 still an issue in the industry.
0: All right, Luke has a question and comment. Luke says attribution is way too expensive
1: for indie devs. Is there a cheap way to get started? Um, yeah, no, we, we do get that um, a lot, and I think it's it's based on like you know what well, you know how do you qualify expensive, right? And um, I said, hey, like if you have a, a developer budget that goes into like that kind of two hundred fifty k mark um, a year, um, we at Singular, for example, we don't then charge you based on the amount of installs that you generate. So if you say, hey, I've got a relatively cheap cpi which the cost per install save like you know, 50 cents per dollar or It's requiring a lot of users in markets in asia for example where cpis tend to be lower as well compared to the us or like some european markets we would still allow you to do a lot you know large-scale user acquisition but still charge you a relatively low amount of um uh, of subscription fee i see
0: i like it here i'll check this out too you know, my audience is probably more in the five to 10 K range in terms of ad budget meals. And that's why I, I like to make sure yeah. I answer the questions too. Um,
1: there is, I mean, you know, you, you popped up yourself, like people can definitely start a, a trial, which is a uh, 30 days. Um, mm-hmm. Have a look at that. But like I said, I think that, you know, you do have to be a bit mindful of, Hey, like, you know, can we actually work together as companies? Um, I think we, we, we have an SMB, uh, start scale up business plan uh that you know when i work with like my vcs for example when i go to conferences i bump into people that are just getting started it is relevant um but yeah like it it there needs to be a minimum uh budget for, for it to be like good for both parties yeah it's very interesting
0: okay i like it Yash has a question then we'll go into the
1: app audit yeah, side sure. of things
0: it says Hey, Neil's, you know, talking about the slides that he saw from the fraud element. Here it is. You know, talk to mm-hmm. me about attribution windows. Is that something that we should? What can we do to prevent fraud? Is is it the attribution window that we should really be caring about?
1: Uh, not so much. I mean, the attribution window. Like, if you minimize it, of course, uh, then you know, someone that that is that is attributing on a, on a, on a later level, for example, like that is then going to be blocked. Uh, because simply that install is not going to be counting, but it's not the attribution window itself that is the problem. It's like you know there's there's so many different types of ad fraud out there that that you want to be able to to block um, outright. But it's like a much better place to start looking into your attribution windows um, and themselves. Um, there is uh, um, material available as well. Like I will share that with you with Steve afterwards. That goes into like what are the main uh types of ad fraud uh that we identified um mm-hmm. with a bit of a brief description um so i'm happy to share that uh with you then got it
0: i like it love that all right i think joy is here from nigeria joy what's happening i don't know what time it is in nigeria but thanks for joining all right Niels, let's, we got a few more questions that we'll hit towards the back half of the interview, but let's get into our app audits. And I like to start off every app audit, Niels, with some what I like to call corny jokes. Or, All right, Niels, you're the guest. Do you want to start off or do you want me to go first?
1: Well, you go first. Like, you know, I've living in Germany for 10 years. I kind of lost my sense of humor, Steve, so... Okay.
0: Oh no don't say that don't say that <laughs> All right Niels all right I got I got this lined up you. there you go got it lined up ready to go it's working All right Niels what do you get if you eat onions with beans what do you get if you eat onions with beans
1: Ooh, I don't know I don't know <laughs> Good digestion tear gas
0: <laughs> woo <laughs> All right, Niels, you got one or? I
1: don't, Steve. I'm very bad. You go.
0: <laughs> oh, we're gonna play for something. All right. Well, Ricardo, maybe we'll have one for us in the comments too. And then Ali is here. Ali, you got to get together. All right. So if you guys want us to take a look at your app, just go to appmasterscom audit Appmasters.com/slash/audit. You can sign up, and we'll feature you on a future live stream. Or if you want to sit down for an hour with me, you can do that on that website as well and then the first app we've got and he's in the comments i believe let me pull up the email yeah damari has this app zynga so if you guys are looking for business partner Zinga, then this is what this app does all right niels anything from this app store presence that you want to kind of help damari with so his question was let me just get to his question how can it be more helpful for users is it Easy to use. And then, how can I make more money from the app? Like, everybody wants to know about that. Ziga. All right. He said, just want to let, it, let you know it's called Ziga. Okay. <laughs> All right, Niels, you want to kick it off? Ziga. Ziga.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think, A, like, I like this, It looks really cool. Like, you know, it reminds me of like something that, 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 that I've seen. It's like kind of a, a Tinder sort of swiping thing for finding business partners as well. Uh, not sure if this is the same. Like, I haven't looked into the specific app itself, but I think it, it looks great. Um I am not like you know like a, an ASO expert, like but this 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 for me looks very clear in terms of hey, like you know, what are you looking to achieve? What does it do? Ratings are good if you scroll back, it's always a good sign, um as well, right, Steve? Um mm-hmm. so yeah, nothing great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean for from an ASO perspective, I don't know if somebody's actually looking for stuff like this. So it is For me, you know, we have a client that's very much similar in this space where I'm like, look, man, it's going to be paid UA. Like, we have to have paid UA. And Niels, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, if I had to choose between, like, really solid ASO, you know, exceptional things that we do versus okay ASO and big UA, I would pick that versus solid ASO and no UA, right? Like, amazing ASO and no UA. I you, so like I have a slide and I've been thinking about this a little bit more because especially when there's no search, I mean, nobody's really looking for a business partner and people are looking yeah, for exactly. a business partner. So.
1: Like hit the nail on the hat there. It's like in terms of your, your, your UA, um, there's probably like, you know, platforms where you can target like these kind of people like easily, like yeah. you know, LinkedIn, for example, right? Like that we have one. Uh, like you know where where are people that 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 have shown like specific interest in entrepreneurship, for example right like in a specific country, and there you go, then you kind of narrow it down ready and guide them to, to your to your store. I also wouldn't think again, I'm not a performance marketing manager. I wouldn't think that like you know someone that is looking for a business partner the first the first you know thing would be like hey like let's look in the app store like to find one. I think there's other places people would start looking first agreed. Great.
0: I, you know, I picked out these apps cause I thought they would be best fit for singular as well. And I think because I picked this out, I was like, look, you gotta have to be relying on UA and some type of mechanism and when you need some attribution to figure out which channels are performing the best for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let's take a look at the app and then maybe give some feedback there I don't Need I'll to hide everything. All right, here we go. Ziga. Let's take a look at Ziga. I have to sign up a lot of stuff. Great way. We've actually found that if you just ask for these push notifications like this, it's probably the best way of doing it. So good job, Damari. I will sign up. Here's my email. Gender, male, ethnicity, Asian. Cool. Easy. Hey, Let me know what you feel about this. I'm maybe U.S. so U.S. centric that I like U.S. being the first one. I don't want to scroll, but.
1: I never quite understand like why people even ask ethnicity. I don't know why, why, that, why that's even like important uh, finding yeah. an entrepreneur. Find a career, but like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> if you're going to do this, Damari, like, let me just type it in. I mean having to try to find San Francisco is just yeah. So but all right. You know, I've been saying this a lot to Neils, like when we're working like Analytics platform and we're working with apps like these, like the main KPI that I'm looking for, especially if it's a subscription app, is you know, onboarding initial first open. To paywall view, and I want to see that funnel, and I want to make sure we're around that ninety percent mark of people who end up opening our for the first time are seeing the paywall. Oh, I have to. Yep. <laughs> Good enough. Yep. G- not getting any swipes with these, on huh, Neils?
1: <laughs> no, no swipes. No. All right. <laughs> Loads of swipes, Steve. Your own website, yes, you.
0: Do. <laughs> all right, let's see. Invest any money? Are you looking or willing to invest any money? No. about you? Let's start. Ah.
1: I think I think what I'm missing here is like a very simple, like link to your uh, link to your LinkedIn profile, right? Like why don't you like you know, scrape mm-hmm. all the data from there, and, and then populate fields already? I mean, was there was there a LinkedIn connect button or something? There wasn't, right? No.
0: No, it's all Facebook.
1: That is, I mean, I kind of, I mean like, I, I'm not a lazy person. I think there's, there's loads of information available that you can probably scrape, but, um, anywho. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, Besides let's put the market, is there a market for this? Let's put that aside. All right. Cause the apps there, like it is what it is. The, the flow. I don't, if I'm here looking for a business partner during the onboarding process, you should also think about like, am I looking for a technical founder? Am I looking for a business partner? Like, who am I looking for? And you don't, you didn't ask me any of that stuff. You asked me to fill in a lot of information, which is fine. But I think what's more interesting is who What are the types of people that I'm looking for? What types of business am I looking to start? And then Damari, then you have this intel to be like, one, I have data now. Who should I target? Who are doing the most, you know, using something like Singular? Who are the most active users? And what are they most interested in? Then let me go to those type of people and start trying to reach out to them. So I think there's there's a lot of value that you can add during the onboarding that you're not actually asking people to do. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like it's on my this. side as well. It's like a short, uh, short tutorial as well, right? Um, like, mm-hmm. once you've gone through the sign up process and start using the app, like, how does it work? This does look a bit like Tinder, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, but like, People are always doing this. I think that's the problem. You know, for me, when I'm thinking about apps like this, one, I'm always curious about what the market is. Two, you probably need some investment. It's not, it's very hard to be an indie developer and bootstrap and try to make an app like this because you're going to have to rely on so much paid a- acquisition. And then we the last one that I want to talk about. The, so the last thing is like, you know, to your point about LinkedIn, I would almost try to go after like TikTok audience, the younger audience, because. Maybe LinkedIn are for people like us, you know, old people. And then the younger people, they're like, you know, I don't want this is LinkedIn. Like, you know what, you know, TikTok for LinkedIn for the TikTok generation. Right. I'd rather start younger. And I think about like, maybe you think about like Facebook and Friendster and MySpace and the TikTok, it went super young. Snapchat was even younger younger like in the 20s so it's kind of like you know how do i get to people who don't have an established linkedin profile because it becomes a bigger hurdle for me to get them to switch from linkedin to another different another platform that's what i think about when i'm marketing an app like this
1: yeah yeah All right. absolutely
0: hopefully that's okay but, but yeah it's good
1: though i mean you know it's just mm-hmm.
0: I don't know what your monetization, but this looks like an ad, like a native ad and then premium membership. So Isn't you do want to yeah, have, this. yeah, you do want to have this. I think it's like maybe a posting, like just adopt what LinkedIn does, right? Post a job or post a listing where you're project. actually looking for. Yeah. A project. Yep. And then can I hire more people? Can I be featured somewhere? Things like that. But you want to show this during the onboarding. Uh, I don't know why you have six months, but fine. Let's try this. All right. I don't know if Tinder and all these dating apps have trials. We have seen having a trial does increase conversions and sales. So that might be worth it. And then you can do boosts. Okay, cool. Like I would probably try to show this during the onboarding. And then after the onboarding, like you Tomorrow you landed me on my profile, but don't land me on my profile. Show me these people. You have a, looks like there's a lot of people on here, so show me these people instead. Okay, that's it. That's it on my end. You want anything else? You want to add Niels?
1: No, not for my side. Like I said, like I do like like the way that it looks. Um, no, a lot of work went into it, and like you know, I also understand like I do actually, you know, see a market for this as well. I mean, like, I <laughs> being a budding story. But this is the startup capital like, together with London, right? So, like, there's loads of people that have ideas and are mm-hmm. looking for people to collaborate with. So I definitely, definitely see, see where your beauty are coming from, yeah.
0: I had this question from a, a YouTube comment as well. So Tyler asked, hey, all I was curious if anyone could help me with what needs need to track. And I think this is perfect to what you guys do. And you kind of brought this up, Niels, is like, my company is going to run some ad campaigns on Google to pitch people to our website. And from there, they want to learn more about us we want them to download our app. So ads, website, download. So there's our funnel. How do we track the ROI of these campaigns? P.S. We're going to be using the UTM's on the ad links. So with Singular, yep. can we have a? Are you able to grab like the UTM from the web page, yep. like where yep. people are coming from, and That's then purple. take that and uh, this send is it all?
1: Yeah, so a typical web to app flow, and uh, you know, this is what we see like a lot of fintech, for example, where people go like to a website and to open the account. Go like to an app and like I'm back and forth, right? So um, yeah, no, th- this is definitely possible in terms of like you know what is then what can be tracked. It is it is that user um, and the install is then being generated from that specific user that we can give an idea. And then like you know what happens afterwards, like if there's a conversion like opening the know like what, what, the, what the monetization model um, is. Um, but yeah, um, um, very straightforward. Uh, feel free to to connect us, uh, Steve, and so we can chat about that. Okay. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Is there any other way that, do we need an attribution partner do you have any other ways to do it? I know Apple has their own, but I think it's the hardest part is figuring out what the UTMs are, where the ads are coming from yeah. because yeah, you could probably set up with yes. like Google and yes. Apple,
1: their own little campaign. Yeah. Yeah. So it's UTMs and like, of course, like their self-attributing uh, networks, the ones that you just mentioned. But again, if you want with like multiple partners, is having that independent partner that actually, like, you know, does the attribution for you, um, and then you can do your optimization. So, um, yeah, if, if they run across multiple partners, uh, we can chat.
0: Yeah, that's when it becomes really vital. All right. Well, Damari said to look at some other tabs. So I kind of give him a shout out. So, here we're looking for some stuff here, and then here's some projects here. And then notifications and then some cool learning stuff. So I think me personally, I didn't know what these icons were. And I'm sure you had this tutorial in the very, very beginning that I passed through, but I might change the icons around a little bit and definitely don't land me on that main user. Like if you're seeing more activity in some of these other tabs, maybe that's the first page that you want users to land on after they finish up signing up. So that's another thing I want to highlight. Cool. Niels, anything else from the, well, Yash had a question too. All right. How can advertisers deal with the helpless singular if a, how do you deal with fraud is essentially if the publisher brings in not so genuine traffic and then the application gets installed, you know, you're bringing in bots, you're bringing in other things and they're clicking on other ads within there so they can drive up their ad revenue. How do you deal with that?
1: Like our, uh we think like the one of the most sophisticated that we have in the market, right? And the question is not like how you deal with like for the traffic, is how do you deal with like these these road actors? Because when it comes from a traffic mm. point of view, when it comes from the installs point of view, like we have three things that you can do. You can actually block specific or specific suspicious traffic. Sorry, right? Um, you can monitor it, so then you can have a conversation with the partner after and say, "Hey, can you like you know give me some 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 more like you know data uh, points, uh, some more details?" Or you can let it through, and there's like specific use cases for this as well. But like I'm assuming here that like you know you've been running campaigns like with with, with an actor that you're not like you know very sure about um, if their traffic is legit, if you're not getting bot, for example, like if these users really exist, just like, like so many questions. And then you've got two options. And the first the, the first one is like, you know, mark that traffic that you want to monitor and block it up, right? Or you monitor it and you pull a fraud report and then you go to the partner and say, Hey, like, you know, this is marked by by Singer in this case as, as fraudulent, which exposed me to like say two, three hundred fake installs, fake users, whatever terminology that you want to get, and then and then claw your money back. Now, we as a company, like it's not our business to tell you like how to handle the relationship with your partners. Me being in that industry like, and like having witnessed this like f- firsthand, there is definitely nuances in terms of what partners you can be a bit more strict with, and what partner mm-hmm. you can put, hey just want to and then like you know have an open conversation uh, about where are these users coming from. Is it maybe down to an ad format like that that is performing in a weird way and is giving a different.
0: Neil Spinan (laughs) joined. Oh, Neil. Neil's okay. I got to put you right here. Okay. (laughs) Hide this one. So we lost you on the ad partner side
1: of things. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry about that, Steve. It's uh, still my internet yeah. connection. So yeah, may- maybe to then go back, um, two options. I think if you can block something outright or if you can, can monitor something and, and then negotiate with that partner, look at the relationship that you have with that specific partner first and look at like how well do you understand where those users are coming from, where the traffic is being generated. If you have like genuine doubts, there's nothing wrong with you blocking everything outright that's being marked suspicious uh, by people like Singler. Um, if you work with more trusted partners where you know we have a very low instance, for example, of ad fraud, it can also be that something gets like you know f- flagged, although it is legitimate traffic. Like there is no one hundred percent bulletproof solution to that in, in the industry yet. Um and that's what I said, like tier one partners, the one that are proven, the one that 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 are transparent, probably can be a bit more, you know, relax. Once where you have questions about like that in the first place, just block it out.
0: I like it. So Netnet, it would be like, Hey, singular, will it help you detect some of the fraudulent, but you're going to have to work with your ad networks or whatever the partners are to kind of deal with the rest of the fraud stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you okay. can, that's one option or you simply block that right. Um, if you wanted to,
0: I like it. Okay. Let's get into our next app audit. We got from Jugal, Jugal, if I say that right. What's up, Tony, you showed up late. Good to see you. And then Jugal asks, Hey, I'm we're ranking number two for our main keyword intro maker in India. So want to like to focus on how we can analyze what the first app is doing and do some comp- competition analysis. So first and foremost, if you know, I did I change my country here, it looks like it's this app that's outranking you. So let's take a quick look. They have 10 million downloads the in year five, which is fine, but something to think about too when you're figuring out like why they are ranking better for you. The other thing that I would do is more like review analysis. So kind of think through like, are the, the keywords that they have in their reviews, do they talk about Intro Maker a lot more? And we're trying to see, see that maybe it's starting to have an impact because we're starting to see that some keywords are you know, we're ranking not as well as our competitors, despite the fact that we have more reviews, more downloads, more revenues. So I don't know, I'm not sure why the the algorithms are causing them to be higher. But I think the fact that they have 10 million, and then they have way more reviews than you, it's probably one of the big reasons. And then think about UA. And using a platform like Singular to track your UA, but that's what I would start doing. And if it's Indian market, like maybe even Google Ads, pretty cheap. We've been able to get like tens per installs on Android, targeting the Indian market. Is there anything you want to add to this app? You can talk generally that are specific to yeah.
1: Singular as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I think what you just said there as well. It's like I don't know what the target like you know uh, markets are, like your audiences, but these like you know these kind of utility apps. You can definitely, you know, at, at relatively like low CPIs, get like a lot of users in. I think the question is more like, you know, again, how how, how are they monetizing? We're well, was very like, interested in that. Like, is it like through ads? Um, if it's through ads, like, you know, what is your strategy there? And like, how do you monitor like what what, what your ad bro um, is as well? Or is it like a subscription? Is the one of payment that I can't really see that right now? Um, yeah. But yeah, those are the questions that I would have. Um, in terms of uh you know the the the, the store page here um it's it, yeah it's looking looking fine I think that the one that you just showed had like not everything in capital letters but like a weird thing that I, I would look at um, yeah let's look at a video right here
0: yeah that's funny uh here so a couple of things i'll I'll add to this too okay they are starting to do we we started doing more video optimization YouTube optimization. So I like this. It has intro maker. I think your your title is a little bit too spammy in my eye. So be careful with that. I think I would just do intro maker and whatever your main words are. And then forget about like pixel flow, all that stuff. Or this is fine how to create an intro on mo- mobile. And let me look at your tags. These tags, I use vidIQ for my YouTube Keyword research, but these tags should have Intro Maker in here. And also think about some of your other competitors here. So, like maybe even Ryzen Rise, Ryze, right? Power Director. Because what I feel like we are trying to hack here is these similar apps, which if you are, do show up in the top three, you should be able to drive more downloads on Google Play. So, that's what I'm trying to hack. So, Power Director, I'm going to have these, some of my big competitors on here in my YouTube description right here these tags so and the last thing i'll say from view is if you if you look at your competitor they have intro maker in the left now what we know from google seo you want your best keywords to the left as you can see you know singular does it here i'm gonna pick on you Neils but mobile attribution right that's what they said in the very beginning so same thing for google play aso you want to put your main keywords at the beginning, and then you maybe even testing your developer ID and having Intro Maker in your develop ID too. Because unlike Apple, Google's pretty easy to change this developer ID and start testing that. Now be careful, I've heard other people say, change my developer ID and I actually hurt. So test one thing at a time, see if it makes difference, and then you know change as you go. So step-by-step process. Don't change all of it at once. Cool. All right, Niels, anything I missed from the attribution side that we wanna make sure we cover? Got a no, lot. I think
1: like we're good there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is just the beginning. Niels and I will do more content together when he has stronger internet. And then, you know, we'll, so look out <laughs> for that. <laughs> but once again, look—you want to be spending around that fifteen. Neil said it: fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month. So That's an attribution. 15, to um,
1: Go ahead. You you want to take over? Uh, no, like I, yeah, 15 to 20 K market like where you could be spending and like, you know, very curious, very interested to speak. It's like, you know, those companies that, that, that are there, um, we can probably then run you through Hey, like, you know, what does it give you and how does it help you to scale your, your business? Um, I think what, what for us, you know, is like, you know, a massive selling point, like you use, you just go into creators right now. It's like, Hey, like if, if you have like, you know, videos that you're running, that you're running, what is actually the ROI you're getting like on those banners? And like, if you stop there, Steve, like we see in the bottom, for example, it's like, you know, all of the, the, the various platforms and campaigns that you're running that specific, like creative in. So it's all about like the speed that it allows you to like tap into like your ROI, that the speed at which you can make those optimization uh, decisions um, that, that we can help with. And, and like I said, we have packages that, that, that really are for, for SMB. So that, yeah, Feel free to reach out.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. I love the creatives thing that we just saw because you know when we're working with clients, we see that hey, we're getting like a dollar on Google Play but $5 on Apple Search Ads. But when you look at the mobile attribution partner, they'll tell you, Singular will tell you, oh, this is actually a way better user. And so while we're getting a higher cost per install on, on an Apple campaign, we're actually getting way better users versus a Google campaign because they're 10 times more likely to stick around within the app. And I love the creatives because you can then see like, is this creative just driving installs, but no purchases? Well, you can see that using Singular and they'll give you that type of granular detail. All right. Once again, it is singular.net, singular.net. Or if you want to reach out to Niels, his LinkedIn is linked up into the show notes as well. But Niels, anything else you want to say before we say goodbye?
1: No, not from my side. I think well, great being here, uh, Steve. And like yeah. you know, just like looking at what, like these people developing like this, like in a variety of apps, like this is what I like about my job, actually like these kind of conversations, ideas that come to life and then like how we can help. So yeah, it's been great being here.
0: Yeah. Same. It, look guys, if you do nothing else, go to singular.net, check out a lot of the content that they create. They have a webinar coming up as well. So just go check them out. They have tons of resources and you can download the singular ROI index as well that I've, been sharing some of the slides you know not all of it so go check it out by going to singular.net and next week i'll be back it's going to be a solo episode we're going to take a look at a lot of the apps for you because we have a long list i want to get through that so i'm just going to go through all the apps and i'm going to share with you some of the new findings that we've been seeing on our end in terms of monetization so it's going to be solo episode just just you and i next week but then we'll be back the following week with some guests but Niels, thank you so much for coming on doing this with me
1: Thank you, Steve. Have a good day.
0: Thank you all for joining. Yash, thank you. Thanks to, Thanks for explaining, Niels. And then Tony, what's happening, Tony? Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Have a great weekend. I'll see you next Friday. Bye. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing
1: content, check out appmasters.co.